Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Mr. Speaker, how many world leaders for how many decades have seen and known what is coming, but have decided that it is more politically expedient to keep it behind closed doors? My generation and the generations after me do not have that luxury. In the year 2050, I will be 56 years old. Yet, right now, the average age of this 52nd Parliament is 49 years old. Okay, Boomer. I like this new table configuration, by the way. I know. This is I like so works nice. out really nice. This table rules. I built this table out of pure reclaimed lumber. It's very nice. But I bought um, from what I think is a white supremacist in the valley. Oh. <laughs> but he had good lumber. Good lumber. <laughs> they usually, I don't want to say they usually do, but if they they seem like the kinds that would. I, you know, I'm a Craigslist guy. You're right. a Craigslist guy. Yeah, so I still we, hang out with some people that I've that have bought stuff me from too. Craigslist. I think, did we meet on Craigslist? <laughs> Pretty much. No, no kind al- of. Almost. But I, I, I would find this this guy that like sells reclaimed wood, and I would go. I went to his house. We like kind of became friends, right? And he had like a farm with like lumber, right? And he had this like large, hundred and sixty pound dog. It looked like it ate people. Nice of maybe other races than white. Okay, uh, one of those. <laughs> but he had great lumber, man. So did he? Nice. Did he? What was the big giveaway that he was a white supremacist? He, he, I, he, he definitely can, wasn't. Can I guess? But, but can it I guess? seemed like the. Uh, sure, yeah. He said Oriental when he was talking about an <laughs> Asian person. Oh, boy. That's usually the – that's like the passive giveaway where they think that – they think that they're hiding it. Yeah, yeah. And they, they let good... that slip and they go – but they don't they don't realize that that is still not right. Yeah. Right. It's a really good time. Like they're not going to say the N-word, but they're going to say Oriental. Yeah. You know, and then you're going to be like – Oriental. Oh, I know what other words you use. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. That's like a, a totally word cloud connector word. Yeah, exactly. It definitely is. Exactly. Um, anyway, <clears throat> do you want to finish that story or should I intro us? And then we killed a bunch of people. What's up with this pod? Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> uh, this is Did You Read It, a weekly, uh, we are weekly, even though we took last week off a uh, podcast about the internet by way of right at the front page of the internet. My name is It's Your Dad. I'm Dog Boobs. My free day down here. And Father we, of two. We have another <laughs> another free day. Papa free day times two. So uh, if 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 young Chuck wasn't enough. Now we got young Hank. We they got had Hank. another puppy. <laughs> Hank the pup. Had another puppy named <laughs> Hank. <laughs> named <Yeah>. Hank. <laughs> I don't understand. So let's talk about naming children. So yeah. I mean, you, I definitely you, have like a thought process. Yeah. So you're not naming your kids Juniper. Or like, right. or like, um, or leather, or, or yeah, like clouds, yeah, or leather. You're like straight <laughs> up, like I want 1960s, like station wagon salesman. Oh. I want, I want names that everybody can spell. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, you can class them up. You, you, if you want to class them up, you can. But I, I don't know. I grew up with a name that nobody could understand or spell or right. hear, and just the amount of minutes I've spent re-explaining my name over the course of my life will be like. Three weeks, sure. Which yeah. I could have been in uh, at Sandals Resort in yeah. Mazatlan. That's fair. Enjoying Shit. myself. Great. So for that point. reason, my kid's name Hank. Cool. So, <laughs> I like that. So I, I think um, so. This this photo I saw on Reddit this week. We'll start talking about the front page before we start talking about the main topic. Um, of we're going to talk about boomers um, as if we don't mm. talk about boomers enough. 
But um, as as with most things on this podcast, as you know, we break the biggest cultural stories. And listen, we've been talking smack on boomers for way before this way way before okay boomers became like the hot new phrase so we're going to talk a little bit about about boomer tears but before we do this as we do we're going to talk a little bit about the front page um are we are we freestyling at freed are we going to go we do you have a format because i'm I'm just i got some photos i just want to talk about if if there was something that caught your eye and you wanted to talk about that now would be the time right Um, well number one i think um this this painting from this ice cream (laughs) local ice cream shop (laughs) Yeah, this reminds me of your family um, for for some reason because there, there's there's a really (laughs) good looking nice man in the corner that looks like uh, that looks like George W. Right? Well, it looks like a George W. painting for sure. It does, but that and it right. He appears. It kind of looks like George W. Looks a little bit like you know what else? It looks like Tom goes to mayor. You remember that that movie or that show on Adult Swim? No, that was original Tim and Eric show. Tom goes to the mayor. Oh, I don't. It's classic. I don't know if I've seen it. Um, but this is um, this this uh, photo or it's this very painting, Americana, very Americana, and the on the right right side of the photo we have the parents and the grandmother who all look like they're having a a, a gleeful time. Which one are the? <laughs> sorry, because everyone looks eighty. Yeah. So I'm not sure which one you think is the parent and which one is the. Oh, I guess you're right. There's three grandparents. I think this one guy, because the guy there's there's a man, an older man looks like George W. with two silver-haired women, and it, right. and it appears to be I would say both of the women are his wife. Right. And this is uh <laughs> this is that Mexican compound the uh, Mex- of Mormons. Oh yeah. I like that. Um, um, right. That, I think so. That sex cult. Compound. Wow, they are all so old. Yeah, um, and then uh, and then you have Hank and Chuck mm-hmm. on the corner, <laughs> with one of which has a black eye, a massive and it just black looks eye. Insane. This photo. I don't know who made this painting, but <laughs> I was just watching Veep last night, and like, there's a black eye joke in that one. But it's like, you look like a southern wife who burned her husband's dinner. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. That that's one of the best written shows it on is TV. I mean, the I'm, best show. You know, we were talking briefly last night in our in our text exchange uh that now i'm i'm like a deep righteous gemstones guy oh yeah i it's haven't seen such that. a funny show what is uh, it about it's about uh prosperity gospel oh that's right. and it's got danny mcbride <laughs> it's like the joel austin yeah story. exactly it's oh, like the I joel austin story and it's uh it's danny mcbride and the other guy from v from um vice principals his co-star on vice oh. God, walter goggins what? who who's a who's who's a very underappreciated actor i think he he's definitely Ben, he's like slowly risen the ranks in the last like six years. So what was he, what did he come from that suddenly were? He was in uh, Justified season one uh, against a very handsome and slightly funny guy, Timothy Oliphant. He was like the bad guy. Okay. And then, um, and then he did uh, Vice Principals with... With, uh, with Danny McBride. With Danny McBride. I think he I co-wrote think it with him. Yeah, yeah he might have co- co-wrote it. He's, he's very he's funny. He's yeah. very funny, and he's he's a very good, like, f- he's a very good physical comedian. And he's in the know? new CBS hit comedy, The Unicorn. Yeah, I saw that. Whoa. I think that he's... Um, <laughs> Which he's, is funny, because he's done these like crazy roles. Right. Uh, at, like, very character, like, right. R-rated, funny characters, yeah. and now he's in this kind of, like... Puffy CBS comedy, yeah, which is uh, actually like funny for a CBS comedy, but right. it's, it's definitely not HBO comedy. It's no, like, no, it's a totally different thing. 
I think he he's like uh, remember when Sam Rockwell was just like taking roles because he was he's everybody loves Sam Rockwell and he's now like, he's I'll do whatever. huge yeah yeah but there was a while where people were like who you're like yeah. ah the greatest you just don't know yet I mean he's he's been one of my all time greats for a while Sam I think Rockwell. Yeah. since the Green Mile dude was he in the Green Mile for me it was oh. Charlie's Angels <laughs> okay I've never seen either of those movies <laughs> evidently I'm not a not a Char- or a, not as big a Sam Rockwell fan as I thought yeah no. I have, not. I have been on a wild. I've been seeing. You're a Bob Fosse. I'm a huge Bob Fosse fan. I've been seeing. Uh, I, when I think of you, I think of uh, choreography. Yes. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Intelligent feet. Exactly. Uh, I like. Uh, I like. I like uh, some loose hips. Loose. If you will. <laughs> um, I've. Uh, I have been seeing all the the hottest, most interesting films lately, which is rare for me. I'm not usually oh, like cool. a go to movie theater guy, but yeah. is this when you get into film and you're, are you like in the f- film phase? No, not really. I mean, I've always loved film, but I just like tend to fall asleep very quickly in them. So I like kind of <laughs> resist the idea of going to movie theaters. It's just how I am. I'm like, I'm too, I'm too on so that when I have a moment where I'm not on, I like my, my body goes, Oh, this must, this must be a bed wherever you are. <laughs> this right needs now. to oh, shut yeah. down. Dark. We gotta shut this shit yeah. down. So, but I so you saw Joker, saw Joker, saw Lighthouse, Lighthouse, which is a new Robert Pattinson film. Oh, um, you said it was great to me. It's insane. It's so oh. good. Uh, Robert Pattinson is is one of the, he's 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 truly one of the greats right now. Actually, oh, this is cool. He's it's a really movie? oh, dude, he has shed his Twilight shit so hard. Good for him. And he talks and he talks smack about Twilight too. Yeah, because I just think he's realized it was like a. It was an early, uh, maybe his agent was like, yeah. this will put you on the charts. And it did, but now he's, he did that movie Good Time, which was a fucking amazing movie. That was movie. awesome. And wow. then and a Lighthouse, Lighthouse, so it's literally just him and Defoe. Wow. In a, in a, in a fucking Lighthouse together. All, the whole movie. It's got like a shining vibe. Very, it's a very shining vibe. And, and uh, in both Defoe and, and, um, and Pattinson put on two of the best performances I've ever seen. Wow. So, this is so cool. Yeah. Okay. And then awesome. I saw... Um, it's I Pattinson, DeFriend, and the other one's Defoe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, probably, actually, from the yeah, one more, that, is that kid, dad is jokes, that, dad jokes that, surplus. That should be on the, the poster. Yeah. One of them is DeFriend, and the other is Defoe. <laughs> uh, and then I also saw Parasite, which is that the other movie oh. that people are just like, Will not shut the is fuck that up. Korean? About. What is that? Korean film. It done, is done by the guy. Koreans by... love fucking parasite monster films. Well, this is this is like, they're great. It's, it's a bit of a strange name for a film because it is it is a a little bit of a horror film, and I understand the genesis of the word parasite in this context, but it's not. It will take you a while to come around to that title. Are you watching these? Interesting. Uh, all, yeah. all at the theater. I, yeah, you so, have to start saying theater. Theater, too. That's, yeah, that helps. So I'm like a big ArcLight guy. Yeah. I enjoy the ArcLight, but also shout out Alamo Draft House mm-hmm. uh, downtown Los Angeles is easily the best movie theater in LA right now. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah Alamo Draft House made for film buffs. Really nice bar. Oh my god! They, that bring, is they bring food fun. to your seat. It's like one of those places. Maybe that's where I'll go a to see Gemini Man starring Will Smith. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Clearly, all seen the same films, but everybody, I, I recommend seeing each of those films. I know J- Joker is obviously a box office smash, but it is a genuinely good, unique film. Yeah, I think a lot of people have problems with it. Some of it's well founded, some of it's not. I think that it's a, uh, at the very least, again, it's like Joaquin Phoenix is a, is also at the absolute top of of wow. the. It, it, he is at the 
top, top, top of the Hollywood acting elite. Wow. You think he did keto dog boobs? Because I know you're a keto. Because <laughs> uh, he got skinny. Yeah, he got oh, skinny. Oh, it's beyond skinny. Is he, he's he like, like machinist super... shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. He must have done keto. It's, I mean, that's your move, Constantly right? Constantly in you're ketosis. On keto. I, yeah. yeah, I mean, geez, the farts. Ugh. Yeah. I, I was Tell on keto it. for the first 45 minutes of 2019. <laughs> <laughs> and then I fucked up and got a bagel or got a donut, I think. Hey, uh, here at this podcast. Uh, yeah, like here. We were Not only do we here. break stories, we break keto. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else What else is happening on the front page that's worth talking about? Well, we Dogwoods and I were talking about this before you popped in, but the the sort of uh, Epstein didn't kill himself meme has oh. just gotten, in the last like two weeks, Love it. has yeah. gotten, really since we've been gone, yeah. like has gotten hot again and- and it's it's great. Like it's, it's taking a people, really good form, yeah. Especially on Reddit, are not letting this go. Yeah, and it's, there's it's, so many funny ones. Yeah. And you just know. I just watched Succession, so I basically yeah, sure. know how money and media works now. Dude. Basically, a pro. I'm on the in, I'm an insider. Right, right. And so you just know, like uh, Prince Prince uh, Prince Fli- Charles Prince Flippy Dick. Is it Charles or Flip? I think it's uh, Andrew. I thought it was. Oh, Andrew. Andrew. none yeah. of them. All right. Prince, Prince I thought it was Charles, but maybe I don't even but know. But you know, like English you know, monarchy. Yeah. the Queen is pals with whoever owns like all of TV, and they are like, let's like hush right. these stories. Bob Murdoch, Bobby Murdoch, and <laughs> Jimmy Fox, and yep. um, uh, Nancy NBC. Oh, yep. Nancy NBC is so corrupt. So I, this is what I think so, is interesting. Go ahead. No, I was just. I just it, it, it appears like you just have to assume like all of these things have been squashed because it's the most fascinating story easily. Of the year or of multiple years, and yeah. nobody's talking about it on the news. Yeah, and so totally. You're, and, and you're going like, "What?" And so it's it's just it just reeks of being like tamped right. down and squashed. And so I love that people are just coming out, especially in a place like Reddit, and like bringing it back up. And totally. there's some great memes, obviously. Right. And this one sixteen down, it says Modesto, California is woke, and it's like one of these traffic signals. Right. <laughs> and. uh it's like one of those orange traffic light singles, like on the highway, you know, it says like, uh, you know, street delays, 15 minutes. I just sent it to you guys. Um, but somebody like the, whoever the programmer was wrote Epstein was murdered. Like oh, amazing. on like the amazing. highway sign. And you're like, yeah, like people aren't going to let this go. Especially now that. with the internet and Reddit and everything. It's like, we have this sort of, we have our own media conglomerate, Reddit, the people. Right. And we can keep the story in the loop, which is cool. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what I find really interesting about the Epstein didn't kill himself meme is it actually, in a way, reminds me a little bit of the tone of the boomer hate thing that we're coming into, the OK Boomer thing, mm-hmm. because it's for people who don't understand. So it, it is taking the meme. So the, here's the problem with the Epstein thing is like it will not get solved. Right. It's just by the nature of the crime. We're just not going to solve it because the people that are in power can't. Right. But historically, you could get some deathbed stuff going on. Hopefully, I mean, I love the idea of us solving it. I think it'd be great. I just yeah. think it's like it's it's fallen into Area Fifty One territory. Yeah, yeah. JFK totally. Fifty One. Where it's Epstein. it's it's just going to be one of those things that people speculate about forever because like clearly it's fishy. Clearly it that I mean clearly he didn't kill himself. But yeah. like, but like the twelve the, richest people in the world are making sure we don't hear about yeah, it. Exactly, and, and we're not going to hear. But about guess it. what? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> they didn't plan for right. Reddit. Totally. Well, yeah, this, true. Is, this is the thing. It's like I don't know if Reddit sleuthing is going to solve this, but I do think that the jokes of Epstein didn't kill himself. I think the people that are that the people that have created this monstrosity. This is why the boomer thing is related is I think that the jokes are going to perpetuate. They're going to constantly yeah. be talking about it and they're going to be like, shut up, shut up, stop talking about it. And then eventually 
it's 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 not going to solve anything. It's just going to annoy people forever, yeah. right? It's like a subversive like that's what it reminds me of the boomer thing too right. because it feels like a th- this point this almost like the pinnacle of cynicism, right? Totally. Um, for like our generation coming up with, I'm not saying I come up with memes because I don't, but you speak you know, in people memes, who come up with memes, right? But it's like uh, I think we've all just kind of come to the sad conclusion that. You know, we can't change totally, some of this shit. Totally. So let's make memes about it. And it's a joke for yeah. all of us. And we can, right. you know, at, we, at least it's like a look around right. and be like, we all know what's going right. on. At least we know we're not crazy. Yeah. The flippant disrespect annoys people in power. Yeah. Which I think is like kind of the thing that is somewhat helpful here. Because, it, again, it's, it is that it's cynical, but it's realistically cynical where it's like this. The Epstein thing is just so wild because we everybody the second he went to jail. Or prison. Everybody collectively was like, "He's not getting out of that jail alive. Someone's going to kill him." And then, and then literally, him. fucking a couple days later, she's like, "He strangled himself yeah. from a five foot bed frame." And every that yeah, was one of the craziest things because it was something that everybody was like, "Oh, dude, this guy's not going to prison." Yeah, like guaranteed something's yeah. going to happen to him, and then it did, and we were all like, oh, "Yeah, you guys, I know it actually did happen." I know, like and we that, all, yeah, we all yeah, said that's, it. But. That's the admission of. Bill Gates, Bill right. Clinton. <laughs> Bill Gates Andrew. is a funny one to bring up in this situation. Uh, well, I just I would I, say, uh, every every dude in power right. wants to hook up yeah. with a seventeen year old model Let's, from Brazil. Why don't we talk Let's about just, Bezos? I think because Bill Gates at least is trying to be a decent person still. Why do you think he's trying to make you think he's decent, dude? Because yeah. he's Fair. been down on that island, pedophile <laughs> up, dude, surfing. You know that guy's riding a longboard Mac in his love, pants, dude. I love, I love a longboard. In and again, he's the he's the cornerstone to it all, dude. Bill Gates is like the biggest uh, creep. And this is and this is why. And I'll say this every day for the rest of my life. John McAfee is the man. That's Damn, right. John McAfee's the man. Because he's just like I'm crazy. I'm gonna continue my brand of crazy. You know, was, uh, ain't nobody stopping me. You know, I was thinking about like as as it relates to the Epstein right. world of the story. You know, it's 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 pretty apparent that wealthy people in power love to go to islands and have sex with young <laughs> women who are slaves. Like, yeah. that seems to be like uh, like a hard like a, a human truth. Right? Yeah, you know, like throughout the ages, right. like there's been that the island. Fact. Yeah, like in like the Roman times. Right. There was that place. We've yeah. all seen Game of Thrones. Like, there's one of those. I'm judging all of this by fictitious that, that theme No, that plot in Game I've of always Thrones, like looked at yeah. that and been you like, this, the is a, story? "This is like a sign that humans are garbage." Because right. like, when we have no limitations, all we want to do apparently is fuck kids. It's like it's, that's all. I think we've it's chimpanzee most, like alpha animal shit. Like, it's it, disgusting. I feel like we've talked about this on the pod before, where it's it's when 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 all of the world's rules do not apply to you. It's that you get a rush out of out of going to the furthest corner to see if the rules still apply to you. Yeah, right. It's a throw. I think it's like because it it is one of those things where it's just like if if yeah if we were like when you make uh two hundred thousand dollars a year like you're allowed to murder one person a year without asking any questions right we would do it we'd be like I do it I'm gonna every year two actually yeah I'm gonna get yeah yeah you know so it's just the way I think people are wired that way I don't I don't know why I mean it's 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 I mean, it, this is also one of the things. Who follows the speed limit, dude? Well, we don't. We also yeah, don't. I just wing it. Well, the, but this oh. is, the speed limit thing is interesting because, like, I think it's a good idea to follow the speed limit for obvious reasons. But like, <laughs> loser. But the speed limit is at a certain point. The speed limit is, uh, it it almost even though it is written in as a law, 
in it's, like the thirties. No, it's like it changes. It changes according to the speed of society. So it's yeah. like there is a speed limit, but if everybody is not going the speed limit, then you not going the speed limit is actually causing more problems. Yeah. Right. It's like I, cheating on your taxes. Like if everyone's doing it. Right. You're going to, also right. go a little bit over the speed limit, right. if you know what I mean. Precisely. So, yeah, it's a, it's a strange. I mean, it, it, I mean, this is also a, Hold a on. stark Back reminder. Back to the point of the Epstein right. thing. If that seems to be a truth of people like high wealth people in power, like, and this right. is, seems to be like a thing that they want and will always do. Like, why don't we just talk about it and, and say like this is a thing? Especially if you're a young girl, like, watch out because right. these people exist. Right. This is what it looks like. This is what you should do to avoid it. If you want to avoid it or not, I don't know. But totally. like to, to pretend it's not a thing, yeah, is the problem. Even though itself. we know yeah. it is a thing, right, sets people up, I think, to fall into these pitfalls yeah. and these yeah. traps. It's and like, it's like abstinence-only no. sex education. Honestly, yeah, it feels like it to me. I'm like, does, there's yeah. going to be drugs. There's going to be creeps with money, and they're going to be coming after you. Like, you need to know what they look yeah. like and how it approaches. You know how it un- you know, uh, unfolds. I'm going so to you can, teach you the so- sword fighting skills because you need to be able to protect yourself out yeah. there. So that's mean, why you need to teach your kids. That was my thought you know I had what? from this. Almost, I don't know. Let's talk an, about like just it as a thing. Yeah. yeah. And then that way we can know how to respond. Mm-hmm. To well, it. I also it's think that it's. I, I like. The, I like the idea of recognizing the evil. I mean, you said something interesting there too, which is like we break a lot of big stories here. <laughs> yeah, we do. But you can say like the idea of saying. You can do it or you or you don't like you you cannot do it or you can do it. It's up to you. Like is it really interesting approach to this? Because like there are those creeps of money who are gonna hit on young women and whatever. It's like you as a young girl, like I'm not saying I necessarily subscribe to this, but it's an interesting way to think about it. It's like you as a you as a young girl from a weird small part of town in like a weird country where there aren't a lot of opportunities. What town are you from? <laughs> Parksburg, Ohio, or Parksburg, gonna, West Virginia. Maybe it's but a it's town like, like that. But if you know, but if you're if you're from fucking you know rural rural Siberia, and it's just like, do you right. want to go to Jeffrey Epstein's island and maybe have a potential out of life? It's like you can or you can't, but you should know what it is. You should know the reality of it, and not live in an illusion. I mean, I think that's interesting. I mean, it's the same thing with people when they come to Hollywood. Be like, just yeah. so you know, there there are creepy dudes who are going to hit on you and offer you roles. This isn't a myth. This is real. Yeah. So here are you, ways you, that you can play them, well, take the role and yeah. just lead I mean, them on. Here's ways <laughs> yeah. you can play them. But also it's like, you can choose or not choose to do that. I'm sure there are a lot of women who have had careers who chose to go with the Harvey, Harvey Weinstein. Gwyneth thing, Paltrow. Right? Goop. Right. Harvey right. Weinstein. Goop y'all. But it's, but it's interesting. Triangle. Like, Connect you, it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a strange, I don't know. It, it's a funny, that's an interesting approach. I'm not saying I subscribe to that. <laughs> Meryl Streep's, but it is, it's an interesting thought in that process. So another thing that I thought was, um, here's a, here's a, there are actually a lot of part of the boomer thing that we're, we're actually going to be discussing here shortly. Dog, do you have to leave in half an hour? Uh, yes. You have a heart out? Got a heart out. Cool. So. Well, let's get hard into it. Then. Well, so I think that there's, I saw one story. This is only kind of related, but it's, it's an interesting fact. So. Uh, tonight's, I saw this yesterday. So tonight's, uh, starting pointing point, start tonight's starting point guard for the, for the warriors. His name's Kai Bowman qualifies for low income housing in San Francisco. Who does? Uh, oh, the, that's the starting point guard for the, the warriors right now. Oh my God. Right. How fucking insane is that? Because Dude. what's the minimum, uh, I mean, does that mean you got to make under like 120 grand or something? Wow. Uh, let's, this let's doesn't, none details. of this adds up to me because 
he must be making 500 grand. No, he was he's making the the entry level kind of like starting What is that 350? I think it's uh 80,000 I think. At the NBA? At the NBA. Well, it's like a it's like it is at the NBA but it's a it's like a like a junior league. So the the it's like when you're featured on SNL, right? Kind, kind of. Uh, so, so the NBA... It's like so a red shirt year or something. Golden, yeah. Golden State is historically bad right now. They have a lot of injuries and they just like have kind of... Their team has been disassembled. So they have, they've kind of pulled in some scrubs. So there are some people who are just on either rookie contracts, G League contracts, whatever. Got it. But also in conjunction with that is the fact that San Francisco is this like absolutely broken fucked world right now yeah it's like a fake dystopian destroyed kind of scorched earth classist society right so hey facebook save, yep. save the world <laughs> facebook hey. save the world jesus christ uber trying to make the world a better place right hey right. what i'm getting at is like these tech companies and their mission statements yeah it's so it's so contrived and so stupid it's I know. so funny to me it's just it's, it's they're um, like we're just trying to connect airbnb everybody's welcome right Unless you don't got cashish, right. get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I saw the other day that some, I think Las Vegas has a has an amendment or or has some sort of law that is being voted on right now that would make it illegal to sleep outside. Like they're literally criminalizing homelessness. Vegas is doing it. Yeah, they're probably looking at what's going on here and saying. It's, yeah. it's tricky because th- there was a law that made it illegal here. Right. They took it to the Supreme Court. It got overturned, which right. this was like in 2007. And we're at like the 10 year plus effect right. of that, where it's just like 80,000 people living on the streets. So it's like, okay, that but, that doesn't really work. But, what's but the, 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 the other one doesn't. We got to fucking give affordable housing. I got that's a good idea. Problem. But that's uh, what's so fucked is like, we, what yeah. was it? The housing proposition a couple of years ago that was voted in, and it was right. basically we're going to allocate this much money in Southern California to build affordable housing. Nothing's happened in right. the past like two years since that happened. They're right. building some like they're building forty apartments down the street. Right. That, yeah, the, and everything they're building just is just luxury apartments right. here. I'm like uh, the they they just renovated this like dumpy apartment complex around the corner from me, and now a two bedroom's going for forty five hundred. Forty five hundred. Forty five hundred for a two bedroom. Like do, what the fuck? So here's so here's an interesting. So this is actually the story that has it's kind hogged. of taken over Reddit this week. Is I think it's been one of the top of this past week, and it's on. It was from news, and this is this perfectly segues into the conversation about boomers, of course. But is millennials earn twenty percent less than the boomers did, despite being better educated? Wow. From CNBC. And a lot of this, a lot of what I find compelling about the story, because these stories pop up every once in a while. And this is, by the way, when we were talking about what we were going to do for today's episode, I wanted, I, I proposed to talk about boomers, obviously, as like the fucking, the, the veteran ageist of our, of our pod. I've been, we've been, we've been on this bandwagon for a while. Oh yeah. Or rather, we are the conductors of this bandwagon. Yeah. But, but also, you know, we do, you see a lot of these things pop up on Reddit because Reddit is largely... It is a largely millennial-based platform, and then I would say that the people that are not millennials, because we do have some people that are that listen to this pod that are not millennials, like our boy Darth, yep. is uh is I believe actually from some of what we've we've heard from Darth is like he's a bit older. Our boy um, Roy too. Well, Roy, of course, I don't know if he listens to he's this because like we are part of the deep state. But the that guy boomer. is the president of baby boomers. Yeah, he's the president of baby boomers. But Roy, Roy's funny because he's. 
the, well, let me let me finish this. Art, let me talk about yeah, this article, sure. but then, but I think that yes. Yeah, so the baby boomer thing is what I like about this okay boomer thing is it's become like a slang for a specific kind of person that gets offended by this. The people that are not that don't care, right? Because it doesn't really affect them, yeah. and it's they're just, probably on our side. It sticks right? and stones. I mean, this like, is part of the reason why Reddit is so Bernie heavy. Like, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but yeah. a lot of a lot there's a there, there's the sub called Our President. Is the Bernie Sanders subreddit? There's oh. actually two subreddits: is our president and Sanders for president are the two Bernie Bernie Sanders oh, subreddits. Nice. But both of them frequently have posts that rise to the top of of Reddit's front page, mm-hmm. which I think is very indicative of kind of the overall stance of Reddit, which is like Reddit is kind of a working class platform, right? Yeah. Like it's it's not you're not seeing like you are seeing a lot of people that are kind of like the wealthy elitists of mm-hmm. of course, but a lot of a lot of the people that kind of really populate Reddit tend to be people who are like, yo, this is fucked. Like it's a populist platform. It's a populist yeah. platform, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. And and so anyway, well. so this is this this article that was millennials earn twenty percent less than baby boomers did despite being better educated is kind of like a run of the mill article that you see pop up every once in a while. But some of the comments I think are really really interesting right was at the top comment right now as posted one day ago this that article was two days ago by the way so rent has gone up almost 300 percent since the time when boomers were at our age renting apartments my rent is more than a mortgage payment yet it's taken years and years to be able to afford a down payment for a home and i'm not even close yep and then the the uh the post directly below that is yep sad to say i will literally have to wait till i inherit my parents house and use my rent money to pay the mortgage which is the same price i don't know if it means i'm lucky or unfortunate now Ugh. and a lot of you know a lot of the comments that i'm seeing apart from and this is something i've noticed too and you know we we all know people who have this which is fine but a lot of them are like you will only succeed if you have a parent who's willing to help right yeah, yeah. and if you're dead in the water like if you if you don't have the resources through inheritance or a parent, then you're kind of fucked yeah. right? because of the way everything has moved. And that is also a byproduct of the boomers, right? Which is like, we will only take care of our own. We will not take care of society as a whole, Yep. which is creating this weird classism within the millennial class as well, which I think is fascinating, right? Where you're, I mean, we're seeing this kind of in the art. I see this in the art world a lot. And I'm sure you see this freed kind of working in TV where, you know, if you ha- if you can fuck off and and do abstract experimental shit all day without any recourse, then it gives you a lot more luxury to do that. If you have to fucking work, right? Yeah. Then you don't get to create superfluous stuff. No. You know? I think that that's why the majority of people I feel like our age are just exhausted. Right. Like we're just constantly working to make ends meet, and I mean, I can't say most of us, but I know myself and my. Right. You know, my gap card debt. Right. It's, you live paycheck to paycheck. Even yeah. when you're like getting more and more money, like right. rent goes up and oh. yeah, and taxes and everything. And taxes. I mean, just yeah. A simple comment. Everybody under the age of 40 is well aware that we're being fucked unless they have rich parents. Yes, that's exactly right. And it's weird because I think like capitalism, for the most part, worked really well for the baby boomers. Well, it, it worked great. Like they were the apex. I mean, they were the ones who got the opportunity to exploit it. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of the that's that's what baby boomers technically means is the fact that it was after the war and they were booming and when it when things were fucking hot right yeah. and then yeah. the parents were just like oh my god this is the best time ever to have yeah. a kid everybody's fucking rich everybody's great we have a killer middle class everybody's getting jobs at factories so those baby boomers exploited the the totally. the rise of the capitalist system but then they refused to like acknowledge that like right. i was talking to cleansington my right. father mm. recently <laughs> 
like in the last few months, and he, we were was talking he sitting about, in his velvet chair back back to you. <laughs> he was in his um, home office oh my God. in a leather studded chair <laughs> with a martini in one hand. Jesus Christ! Um, and uh, you were sitting on the floor, yeah, and a fidget spinner in the other. <laughs> and he was he said like he's like oh my, we were talking about uh, career stuff, right? Um, and he's like yeah man I remember just like in my forties like that was the shit like. Things were good. We were just like raking money in. Like it, that was right. so. When you get to be that age, and I'm like, Dad, you realize that was that that was before the recession, right? And like, his face went totally blank, and he changed the subject. Really, he does not recognize that that was like that. It was a benefit of the times. He's right. he's of the mind that no, he was a hustler, and he went out there and he did it. And I'm not, you know, right. Clemsington. I'm sure was a hustler, sure, but. It was like absolutely no recognition of, well, you were living in economic golden era during right, that right, time. Like you're, right. you mm. moved from Illinois, he moved from Illinois to California and basically doubled his, his pay in right. a year. And Which, it's like, that's, that's really awesome. Well, also, by the way, that, that would happen to us, right? I mean, like, I think we're probably generally speaking, making double that, that what we would make in certain parts of the True. country. And I'm I'm not, I'm not, we are not ignorant to that fact that Oops. what we are suggesting though, is that the way in which inflation, things like the housing crisis, all of those things have gone is it has created a gulf of, uh, it's created, there's, there's a superficiality to what you have to do to achieve that. And I think the baby boomers just collectively go like, well, when I was your age, it was it was you know this is how I did it, so this is how you should do it too yeah. using my model. And then you go, bro, your college cost five grand, yeah, right? Like I'm I'm gonna be in I I don't have this situation, but this is a thing that a lot of people have is like mm-hmm. you have college debt for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. And and I think don't that, get me started on college. You know how I feel. Oh, don't we, we go. Actually, you know I do want to get you started on college because this is something that you have you mentioned the other day, which is you also have two young kids now. You have, you're raising two young auto mechanics, and That's I don't right. know how Touch they're going to be able to. That's right. These guys wrench yeah. hard. Yeah. How much is wrench school these days, though? Uh, it's Well, it's going up. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, it's probably as much as a four-year right. liberal arts degree no, now. No, it's, it's funny. Like Since the 80s or probably the 90s, like promoting going to college became the sort of like uh, the, the drumbeat of all of the politicians. Like You go to college. It's what you need to do. But that seemed to be in step with. Uh, like these federal loan programs. Right, right. And so exactly. like politicians who are going to directly, like the government who's going to directly benefit from loans is right. pushing loans. Right. So it seems like they have a self-interest there and they're pushing loans on kids who don't know what the fuck loans are right. with crazy interest rates. And then they're stuck in this debt for the rest of their life. And was it worth it? Right. So like my argument's been this for a couple of years and everyone kind of scoffs me off. It's like, I don't think college, I don't think that's, that's a good trade for college. Like, right. If you could do college for five thousand dollars, I would say go to college for sure. But for two hundred thousand or a hundred or fifty of debt, like you're never going to get ahead no. when you have that weight on you. Totally. And so you start talking about this, and people go, "What are you talking about? College is the way to get ahead." And I'm like, "It's actually the way to get behind." Yeah, if you exactly. put if you put a hundred thousand dollars in in what your college fund was into just buying some piece of property, totally. When you were eighteen, right. and you just kind of like took care of it and sat on it and paid it off with like your job at Trader Joe's, right? You'd be better off in four years than if you went to college. You For just sure. would be. And the rest of your life. Yeah, I think You'd have a rental income. You, you you could actually start to build something. I think the rest of your life is a really interesting and important framing for that because I think that is the thing that we're forgetting with all this stuff. Like my girlfriend and I have been having a lot of conversations about life insurance and the prospect of getting life insurance. Mm. And I, I, say, I say no. I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. I mean, I think there's two ways to think about it. But the main thing that's always hanging me up is, is the idea of a perpetual long-term investment. 
because I look at the way that our society is moving and kind of some of the the issues that are burgeoning. And I think that the way that people are changing careers, the, the change in industries, the change in the economy, and it just seems like anything beyond a five-year plan is a pointless consideration because yeah. you just kind of go like, I don't even, nobody knows what that's going to look like. No. You know what I mean? And like when we were in college, college still seemed like a good idea. Yeah. And now it is an objectively a bad idea. Yeah. Right. So that, that, that seems to be this younger generations. I don't know. I guess w- with my kids and I would say, well, you can go to college if you want. Right. I would never recommend a loan. No, mm-hmm. I think not. that's, I would say no. And if, and if I can pay for it, I will. Right. Uh, and then, but if I couldn't pay for it, I would say be, be really good at sports and get a scholarship right. and go right. to like a small school right. that you can afford or something right. or, you know, academic scholarships. I mean, kids like Chuck and Hank, you know, those kids get straight A's. <laughs> oh Yeah. Wrench oh, yeah. school. Oh, yeah. Wrench school. Um, I, mean, I mean, they're going to be able to throw a football at least yeah. 300 yards. Yes. And at risk of, I know that as three millennials ranting about millennial problems, I don't I don't know if that's particularly appealing. So I'm going to move on to actually the sub, yeah. which I think has, some, has a lot to do with this. And again, the part of the reason we're talking about this is because that article that came out this week. But another aspect of this that we're talking about this is because of the OK Boomer, the the meme of OK Boomer that has kind of taken, taken this the internet by storm recently somewhat also propagated by this, this New Zealand politician who said, okay, boomer in parliament in response to being heckled by boomers and everybody collectively was like, hell yeah. And then, and then, uh, and then boomers were just like, that's a hate crime. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah. Okay. Everyone's boomer. like, yeah. you know what? Fuck off. I yeah, suppose. exactly. So, so this is a sub. So the sub is boomer tears, right? So R slash boomer tears. And then this has dog. Do you want to do the, do you want to do the uh, the, yes. the special stuff talking about this <laughs> the side? Special stuff, yes. Right. So, put on your best cream voice. Okay. <laughs> this this sub My has only been around for seven months, voice. by the way. That's insane. I know. So, Boomer Tears has like sixteen thousand uh, members right now, and so here we celebrate those sweet, sweet Boomer Tears from all over the internet. Post any sour or garbage logic from boomers explaining why they're special or why they're complaining. Right, right. So it's everything is basically like, you know, every time baby boomers complain about literally anything. Right. Like, what was a... What was it? Um, It was like when they're saying, like, saying boomers like saying the N-word. Right. What was that bit? It was like a bit Oh, John Mulaney. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So this is actually, so this is the top post currently has 802 upvotes. And this is a, uh, a, this is, the the word they used was not boomer in the sketch. And this was, this was John Mulaney stand up. And I remember this and it was, it's really funny. So he said, you can't use boomer. Boomer (laughs) is as as bad as the N-word. I don't remember the word that they used for boomer. Maybe it was like. White trash or something like that. Cracker, I think it was cracker. And he said, first of all, no, it's not. Do you know why I know it's not? Because we're using the word boomer and we're not using the N word. (laughs) When comparing the badness of two words and you can't say one of the words, that's the worst one. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Which is which is very funny and very true. Because this is actually something I haven't found exactly why this has come up. I know that there is a there was a conservative a conservative commentator named Bob Lansbury Lands- uh, a, t- a tweet by this guy he said that uh comparing comparing boomer to the n-word and he he kind of made the case that that they are they are one and the same yes 
Which I think is really interesting because I think that part of what that's implying is that there is a... So first of all, that's what we like to hear is that these people are genuinely being offended mm-hmm. by the term boomer, which also is a category, right? These are baby boomers. They are they are categorically being described as that. How right. fucking long have we been called millennials as a yeah. general prerogative or a general derisive, right? Yeah. That, that nobody gives a fuck, right? No. And then we start calling boomers boomers and they all get their fucking panties in a bunch and I say, uh... Yeah. Fuck them. So this was was usually my stance. This was on the top uh, page about this real this guy, uh, oh God, was posted by Gallo Boob. It probably was not Gallo Boob's thing. Uh, My girlfriend's explanation of why OK Boomer became a thing is spot on. Millennials tried for so long to explain using facts and evidence that they don't actually have it that easy and they aren't just lazy, but it became very clear that boomers don't care about facts, evidence, or reality for that matter. So this is what's resulted. We've given up. I feel like, okay, boomer is kind of the equivalent of, wow, you're so horribly wrong, but I don't have the time or energy to repeatedly explain something to you that you're not going to listen to anyway. Exactly. (laughs) That sums it up. That honestly, and that's, I think, where people are getting offended. I mean, this is, I'm trying to figure out, I don't know where this all came from, like where the real duration is coming from, but it it reminds me, it's a little bit of the Moscow Mitch thing too, where Mm -hmm. like Mitch McConnell was like, nothing hurts me. I'm impenetrable. And then all of a sudden you go like, Okay, Moscow Mitch. And they, yeah. he goes, hey, that is uncalled for. That is not cool. That is unpa- unpatriotic. And we just go, okay, fucking, yeah. okay, boomer. I yeah. feel like millennials have now realized, like, oh, we we own this space. Like, right. the irreverent, weird, cynical, like, meme world. And exactly. it's like, we just have to make fun of them because they don't understand it. They don't understand how to, like, fight that. Well, We've tried I, to fight with logic exactly. for a while. I really hope that it becomes a, I hope that it becomes more of a, uh, an actionable thing too. I mean, this is a thing. It's like just annoying these people is one thing, but getting them out of office, um, getting them out of, out of power positions, uh, voting in people that even if they are boomers, cause again, like, okay, boomer is interesting because, and this is the funny thing about millennials too, is like, you see a lot of millennial people say things about millennials, right? As if it doesn't also include them, but it's it's the same thing with the boomer thing where it doesn't necessarily mean the generation. It means people of that generation that embody the generational attitude. Yes. Or people that are not of that generation that embody the generational attitude. Like there are people, there are like, you know, Stephen Miller, who's like the 27 year old, you know, or like whatever Trump, Trump employee that that like loves being racist says insanely heinous shit also like looks like he's in his mid 50s was actually like 25 or some shit like that Mm -hmm. like he is like you say okay boomer to people like that right yeah but you also say people okay boomer to like cleansington and and Mm -hmm. people like that who literally (laughs) just like openly deny kind of the the aspects of this that are problematic right so but yeah bob lansbury i think this is the original tweet that is kind of taken on some of the heat so boomer is the n-word of ageism being hip and flip does not make bigotry okay nor is a derisive epithet epithet um acceptable because it is new right so hip and flip yeah hip and flip already they lost me. really yeah really sounds like he's he, he, he knows what hip means yeah yes. what a what a boomer what a fucking yeah. boomer um saying so the response to that is saying your generation's saying your generation's official name is the equivalent to the most heinous racial slur in america is some real boomer shit you know it's which, which is funny. absolutely true the boomers uh, who were like, let's what the youngest boomers were like 18 in the mid 60s or something like that. Right. So they were kind of coming up at the 68 summer of love, all this stuff. Like they were fighting against their parents' generation, right? Of the who were called the, the greatest generation or the silent generation, right? Um, 
but they thought those people were square and like weren't open to new ideas and they, they got this shit on their parents' generation a lot. So, and then they came out and they were like the hippies. And I was like, now right. boomers have sort of become their parents' generation in, in that they now are the hated ones. Right. And their kids or, you know, the millennials essentially are the ones that are revolting against them being right. douche holes. Uh, interesting how you become the man, you know, like eventually when you get the, when you get the cheddar, you get the power and then you become the man and then the young people hate you and they want to overthrow you. Like that seems to be the normal cycle of things. So I'm wondering how we millennials are going to overthrow. I got a couple ideas. Okay. Let's hear it. (laughs) Let's hear it, man. I think this would be, this would be fun. Like if every boomer had their sort of like, uh, their collective wealth Mm -hmm. in like this, some kind of a lottery ticket. Okay. And, you know, we, the lottery tickets are forfeited and they do right. not want to forfeit them, but they're, right. they're forcefully taken away. And they go to this like system and you, the millennial, like is plays the lottery to win their, their wealth card. Oh, right. fine. And, uh, you know, they're going to die anyway. I mean, we're all going to die. Yeah. Right. So it's like, they can't take it be, with them. It'd be cool. Like, obviously like right now you, there's this thing called inheritance where it like goes to your family, mm-hmm. but like. What if you could redistribute it to random people who just get to win it and play some kind of a cool Hunger Hunger Games type? <laughs> That'd scenario. be fucking awesome. It'd be a little more exciting. Right. That's for it would, one. Would and it would kill. Uh, what do you call it? Kill the nepotism bullshit. Yeah, yeah. and then you get some some people who really need money winning. You get some rich people who don't need money who also win. But, but hey, that's hey. just the game. You got to play the game. Yeah. Right. Randomness is what makes that's it just, fair. I mean, that's just one idea. If I run for right. <laughs> That's a really good uh, platform to run on. Yeah. I mean, I think it's... it's Boomer lottery. Boomer retirement lottery. That's right. It's interesting because a lot of people attribute this to... like, So, millennial has become the the derisive for youth ageism, though it's not exclusively that. I mean, I think people are also saying millennial as it pertains to like Gen X and shit. Also, you know, it's like synonymous whiny, complainy. Yeah. Yeah. Fix my problems for me, but it's like... The problems, anyway. Yeah, going. and I think the OK Boomer thing is kind of the exact opposite, and I think it's 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 again this weird, this this is it's a really interesting phenomenon that I kind of I hope continues to expand deeply into the future. I think that's kind of my stance on this, and that's you know this this sub is interesting because it, it, it I was hoping that this sub was going to have more of seeing instances where uh, where where like the baby boomers are actually complaining and we're seeing kind of a lot of like, okay, boomer opportunities. A lot of it is kind of the, the things that you hear a lot, which we we've already seen. And this is kind of a collection of all the issues that you see popping up, which is like, you know, a business insider report about how millennials are killing Applebee's and in, <laughs> in Buffalo wild wings as like a, as kind of like just a random thing, which is, you know, in that, in that article, of course, is about how young people aren't buying, at these chains as much anymore. And then, and then, but the way that the articles articulated is it kind of blames millennials for something. And then, you know, the retort is like, okay, boomers are killing the planet in healthcare. Right. Yeah. I was going right. to bring up, I mean, and we could probably sum it up in seven minutes before Doug moves us to leave, but the economic sort of principles uh, that are extremely complex and interwoven that sort of the baby boomers have put in place from the sixties, seventies on right. that have sort of like created the environment today. Uh, that we're in for the millennials. Like what is it like in the, is it the eighties? Is it like Reagan? Is it like, do you understand, do you have like an understanding of how, of how this happened? Cause it feels like, uh, banks, uh, loans, um, debt sort of became this commodity that 
if you had money and income, right. taking out loans and, and buying more things was a good move. Mm-hmm. Right. But if you, but if you didn't, then you became this person on the outside. So like the the wealthy few sort of became wealthier, right? And then the outside poor became poorer. Well, I think and so. This divide I, started. And I mean, is it the you know it, it feels like it was like an '80s Wall Street laws changed. Yeah, and there, there are, I think there are some. I mean, this is a complicated question because there are. I'm trying to find like a tight article that sort of says like. It was this, this, and this. Well, and like I know there were some Clinton laws that were part of it. That- I, I think it was. I mean, one of the big ones was Citizens United, right? That's that's that's, right. that's, that's always been the thing that is kind of that a lot of people point to as one of the big changing points in our in our world, is where when suddenly you literally gave companies the opportunity to participate in governance in the same way that normal Americans do, which obviously they don't. Right. right? The fact that like Walmart can give you know. Even if it's shadowed in a in a super PAC, they can give five hundred thousand dollars or five hundred million dollars or whatever to any given politician if they really feel like they want. And the baby boomers did that because they were well. That was a. I mean, this is the thing with about the boomers, right? The, the problem with the boomers is not that they have all acted evilly and then or they've all acted evil with evil intent and then it's passed on to us. The problem is that evil things have happened under their watch, and then they ignorantly ignore the 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 effects that it has had on society the unintended if, consequences yeah, as and, if yeah. it they don't exist it's not their right? fault yeah it's like oh, it wasn't me yeah i mean it'd be the yeah. equivalent it'd be the equivalent of like us being like um you know like the vaping thing continues to get out of control we know that the vaping thing has become a problem where a lot of people are getting sick now yeah right and and then uh we start having to that's why we've all started smoking right, exactly but you know we all have to pay a little bit more tax for the vaping issue, right? Because they're because it's having a huge toll on our healthcare, for instance. And then us being like, well, I don't understand why I have to pay taxes for 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 those kids vaping. It'd be like, no, this was something that has happened that we allowed to happen in our governance. We did not fucking pay attention to it. Now this now we're dealing with the negative consequences. And if we want our society to get better, right, we have to pay for the people that are struggling through this thing, right? Yeah. Like, I think it's it's just a lot of things like that where, where the boomers go like, well, I don't understand why I need to pay taxes out of my Medicaid for poor people. And we go, you... The, you realize you're not billionaires, Yeah, right, and also, guys? like, there's a system that has been created that has become antiquated because of bad political decisions under your watch that you are only benefiting from as a dying person, yeah. right? Like, we get... That selfishness is uh, the native way that society works, but like that. What if we're every, making it worse? I don't know. It's, it's what if every boomer, uh, this is not just boomer, but like right. in your last like five years of life, it's going to sound terrible, right? Uh, but you know what? We're controversial on this pod, right? Uh, <laughs> like those last couple years of healthcare, which are I think like probably eighty percent of the cost of healthcare, whatever it is right. nationally. Right. Like if you could take that, you know, the magic pill that sends you off to Valhalla uh, and sort of skip the care that you go through in the last couple of years. And then that cost savings could be put back to like helping the young generation in need. seems like a fix. You got to. So what? You got to, you know, kill off a couple million people, I guess. So we're talking about killing people now? Well, I think that, I think end of life health care is, is like a, is a major cost. I think end of life uh, health. Well, this is a big issue with boomers, right? I mean, there yeah. are there is a huge amount of boomers. If you like, could redirect problem, some of that right? cost to helping younger people to flatten out 
just to shuffle the spending. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it, I think, it sounds like cold, and I'm not trying to be cold. I'm just trying to be economical. But, uh, uh, I think that there are some massive institutional. I mean, the, I mean, it's, it's so hard to decipher exactly why. Some of these things have happened, and again, it's, you know, OK Boomer. I mean, this is the interesting – again, this is the interesting thing about OK Boomer is, like, it, there's people like Greta, Greta Thunberg who who have come into existence who just the mere fact that she fucking exists has made boomers upset, right? Because they are there is a redistribution of the social power in society that boomers are resisting, and that is the problem. It's, like, it's less about the fact that – like, again, when Applebee's is starting to go out of business and then boomers go, but I like Applebee's. This is bullshit. <laughs> Why are like millennials don't know what's good, right? Yeah. Like there is a change in the social voice and there's a change in like kind of the influence of what is and isn't a, a part or should be a part of society. So and that is making that that is what makes boomers upset. So I guess what you're what you're saying is like. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I I I think uh, I don't know. It's a it's a strange. If I'm going to sum up baby issue, boomers yeah. here, they've been talking shit for a long time, and uh, you talk shit, you get hit. Am oh. I right? And we're hitting back now. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> some I, advice I to boomers too, maybe. Um, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's like listen, right? Listen to what people right. are saying that you don't think you should listen to do because you, they're idiots. Do you think this is why Bernie Sanders is so popular? Because I think that there are, Bernie Sanders is obviously, this is what's make, this is what's interesting about this. This is why I think in my head, I'm like a little bit, I, I start kind of the mazes that I'm going down this, of logic, yeah. I think start to hit dead ends is because Bernie Sanders as a quintessential boomer in a lot of ways, like a very old man who has been in politics for a long time, who's whatever he listens to what people are saying about modern society and goes, okay, yeah. I want to try to fix that. Right. Yeah, in from the point, like he's listening to the, the populist of, right. of the young people versus mm-hmm. listening to the person paying him. Exactly. And that. I, and I think it's interesting because there's it's not just, that many people not taking money. Well, this in is, politics. this is the, it's, it's not taking money in politics, but it's also like, this is, I think the big issue that people have. This is why Clensington is such a problem and whatever. It's like, <laughs> These, He's a great guy. These these uh the the boomer mentality is I know best, right? And and that is the issue. Is like that, yeah. that there's a thing where we all go, No, you don't. Like we live in a digital world now where the 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 society has changed and we're seeing ripples of you thinking that you know best and making bad, dumb decisions. Like this reminds me I one of my jobs once I remember having a creative director we were, we were pitching some campaign and my buddy had, had told me he was the main creative on the job and he put forward Bill Murray and the creative director was like, Bill Murray hasn't been relevant since Ghostbusters. Right. Whoa. And, oh, and it was, it was one we, of those we could things. probably do a sound effect. Oh, there. Man, I don't, I mean, yeah, there we go. that's pretty much it. Perfect. Yeah, um, an idiot, but it was one of those things like that to me, it almost it, it anecdotally sums up this attitude of just well, like, right. I, I know what's cool. And My, this yeah. is cool in 1984, right? Yeah. And you go, what? The, what are you talking about? I mean, there, and that's a lot of the conver- that's a lot of the conversations on this sub. To be completely honest, there's a lot of things where, you know, like grandma. I mean, there's one, like baby boomers. Like here's this, you know, 
this is a snowflake thing too, right? We hear about the snowflake thing and then all of a sudden we go, okay, boomers. And then everybody fucking gets all out of, out of, you know, it freaks out. But so this is a tweet that says baby boomers. The youth of today is so disrespectful. Also baby boomers. I asked for a burger with only ketchup, but you don't have, but you don't, and, and you didn't put pickles on it and I like pickles. So I'm going to, I'm going to need to scream at you until your manager offers me a coupon for a free large coffee. I do see a lot of, uh, like indignant boomers. Right. you know, it's like uh, the, the, you can see that like '60s protest vibe in them. Like, totally, I'm gonna stand up to the powers and I'm gonna make it right. But but you see it in places like the fast food restaurant, yeah, like, like to a waiter, to a, and you're like, <laughs> okay, right. or like guys, the, yeah, the like airline <laughs> kiosk person. You're yeah. like, come, I mean, this isn't. There was a tweet right. that was like, my grandpa's always saying that we get so. Um, pissed about all the smallest things but he just called the guy at Baskin Robbins a limp dick jabroni because he ran out of rainbow sprinkles it's amazing yeah. and that's what they do it, it does seem that, it's so yeah funny. making a big deal out of small stuff versus you maybe make a big deal out of the big stuff right that'd be cool that'd be kind of nice it's funny because <laughs> right. it feels like all the shit that they have historically made fun of millennials for like your generation's so used to getting participation trophies and it's like we were Five when we got particip- right. participation trophies from you. From right. you. So exactly. like, what you are gave you, it to us. I don't know why I'm being blamed for that. Yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? Okay. Yeah, uh, this is... I'm, I gotta get going. But... I think this is gonna be a, a thousand part series on, yeah. on hating boomers. So this is another... <laughs> this is... All right, dog is, boobs, officially... I'm out. Adios. Adios. The, 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 the slow saunter out the door by dog boobs. So this is another... This is just... I love these this series where... The four panel meme where you see it increasing, um, increasing in kind of gravity of whatever the first intent is. So uh, usually you see this as like the mind blown one where you see like kind of the guy with his kind of mind control. And then by the end of it, it's like a fucking DMT like explosion. But uh, young folks these days have no idea how, how the world works. This is the top panel. Then the next panel is college isn't expensive if you work a summer job and stop buying iPods every week. The third panel, <laughs> you don't you need to pound the pavement, hand deliver your resume on creamy hard stock paper. And the fourth one is unless you copy and paste this message at midnight tonight, Facebook will take ownership of all of your photos. I hereby deny and assert my right under. <laughs> so but again, it's just like one of those things where we uh you just don't uh Oh God, it's it's the the uh, ineptitude. You know what this is actually. This is an ineptitude about the internet. I'm gonna I'm gonna make that stance. This is the thing that is makes makes the OK Boomer thing so frustrating is the fact that there's an uh, there's like a I know what's best because of this technology which is now out of date and out of touch. Yeah. And we go, but what about the internet? And they go, um, and then they start spreading fucking fake facts from the Daily Caller. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we go, oh, you guys don't understand. Yeah. But you still and, think you I do. I mean, even just watching the news right. for the boomer population, um, it feels old fashioned for right. for our generation. It's like these like these these kind of media outlets have just right. sort of picked a side and they're like feeding totally. you what you want to hear over and over again. And that's their business plan. And like if you don't see that right. now, at least know what it is. Totally. Like I don't mind watching the news, but I, I watch it with for, the first thing I do is look at what it is. Right, exactly. I go, this is from the New York Times. This is from Fox. This is from the Daily Mail, whatever. Right. And then I go, okay, I'm going to get this kind of a story with this kind of a slant. Yeah, and also to me, thinking like, about where the facts may be in the story and right. where is an opinion. I think being and able then to seeing where the facts, that, right? 
aren't being mentioned totally. too. There's a lot of like non facts. Totally. You go like, okay, I see what I see. You didn't talk about this. Now I'm curious. Like, exactly. and so it's being able, and I think we're a savvier news generation in a way. Right. I mean, I, I, I th- I'm very like cynical and I question anything that I see on a computer for sure. I'm just like, mm, okay, where's it coming from? What's your angle? We're trying to get out of it. Totally agree. And and I don't I don't think that generation thinks no, like that. Not at all. Here's another here's another uh, headline, which is uh, a boomer point of view wrapped up in one headline. It's great that you just got a raise. This is from the USA Today, by the way. It's great that you just got a raise, but it just might hurt the stock market and the economy. <laughs> which is okay. I mean, the, oh god, I I I feel intense anger and frustration when I'm reading these, and I don't know why. It's it, like I mean I know why because it's it's infuriating but it's I I'm frustrated because we've let ourselves get to this point as a society and like we're again you know we're coming up on the election I it, tend to be it, pretty pro Bernie because I just I just feel like we need to fucking reset on so many things but I think he's I I don't know they say Biden's got the best chance but it's it's not Warren. Um, Based on New York Times is yeah I've, I heard that yesterday poll. yeah but it feels like it could be Bernie also right. and I think I think enough people are like fired up and Bernie's the guy to get them more fired up. Well, I think Bernie represents the Bernie represents what we're talking about, right? I don't think nobody's looking at Biden and being like he's going to fix all the institutional problems we've built over time. He's he's the boomers guy. He's the boomers guy. Exactly. Yeah. Like he's the boomer's guy. And I think that I like that Pete Buttigieg too. Pete Buttigieg is great for a lot of different reasons. Like he's a little bit more of like a good middle ground dude. But Bernie, I think he's like a sleeper cell. Right. He's like a, you know, he's got some millennial tricks he doesn't want to talk about right. because he wants the boomer vote too. I mean, I think that I think that Bernie just is the kind of person who is going to have take an executive action to overturn Citizens United. Whoa. You know? Yeah, and Bernie's that, the most exciting vote. I mean, fuck it. You know? I mean, that's but that's we're kind of at that fucking point. I mean, you say that kind of flippantly, but like no, we but are that's at what, that point. That's like, how Trump got elected. Well, that's how Trump got elected, <laughs> but we're also like we we are kind of at that point where things are so fucked and things are so dire and like just all this shit is just crumbling around are we, us. Are we ready to announce that we're a pro Bernie pod? I've, I mean, are I'm, we, are I'm we on pretty, the Yang gang or what? I mean, well, <laughs> but this is the thing. I think like Yang gang. Cause we control a lot of sway on this you, pod. We do. Yang so gang, once we pick Bernie and I think that to some degree Buttigieg, but mostly Yang gang and Bernie kind of represent the same idea, which is yeah. like radical rethinking of the system at large. Right. Yang gang's, I, his ideas are fun to listen to because right. they're so future thinking that you're exactly. like, yeah, like how is nobody else talking about this shit? Right. Like totally. this is this is what's gonna affect everybody under a certain age, like the next generation. That's why he's cool. I mean he yeah. that the Asian vote too feels strong. I don't it, know if it's I mean, do you think Yang Gang is an Asian vote thing though? I don't I think I, he's no, I think he's I, like I, don't. A, I think it's like a millennial tech thing, but I think you yeah. also maybe get the Asian with it. This is an amazing, is amazing comic <laughs> I just sent you. Uh, based on somebody's tweet. But it's a it's a it's a millennial and a and a and a boomer, of course. So the millennial says, "I'm getting a tattoo." The boomer says, "A tattoo will negatively affect your future." Then they kind of stare at each other, and the millennial goes, "Cut your carbon emissions." And the boomer says, "No," <laughs> <laughs> which is it sums it up. I mean, this is I, I, I mean, again, it's this is um, you know, I I don't hate 
all boomers. I just absolutely despise the mentality that has been propagated through the boomers. There's also something else going on. I mean, you know, I think the boomers were idealistic of their time. And, right. And now they're at a place where they're comfortable and they have what they have. And nobody wants to give up what they have. Totally. Nobody wants to give up their power. Exactly. And we're going to be the same way. Uh, you know, when you got nothing, it's easy to be a rebel. Well, this is when this, you got everything, yeah. it's really hard to give it up. And, and, totally. and every generation kind of goes through this, this thing, uh, of like when you do become the man, like, and people come for your shit, right. You're going to probably push back too. And it feels like a sure. natural, uh, sort of human characteristic that's yeah. supersedes the whole like generational boomer millennial, whatever. But I don't think this is the thing that I think is really important for us to remember is like we will be in this situation, hopefully. Right. I hope that I get to the point where I have to juggle with the reality of giving up something that I've worked very hard for for the benefit of society. We're already in this situation. And like I think that there's an element of like, are you willing to sacrifice all these things? And my my answer, generally speaking, is like, yes, if we all get to be more equitable and it fixes most of our things, I'm happy to provide some of those things. The problem, though, is the the boomer, okay boomer mentality, I think it all, again, boils down to classism more than anything, where, it, yes, it is an ageism thing, but, like, what we're really saying is, hey, boomers, stop protecting stop protecting billionaires stop protecting millionaire uh like business owners stop protecting the things that have completely fucked us because like we're not trying to take like boomers money who like lives on 20 grand a year in a trailer park in texas right like right. who may be a racist piece of shit and may talk smack about millennials but like that's to, not the point we're yeah. trying to overcome you're we're pissed, trying to, yeah you're i'm trying to get over like, fucking citizen united i'm trying to get over like yeah. I'm trying to get over the fact that there are – I was listening to a story today about how there are Uber drivers that work 45 hours a week and on and live in vans and then they're protesting outside of the investors for Uber right now who are just making bundles of money, right, who live in fucking billionaire mansions. And, like, I, I understand that. That is how the world works. I get it, right? But, like, we cannot sacrifice the people who have to work – to get to that point and the people who are yeah. working right now as millennials unless you're doing crazy shady shit you're never going to be able to get that wealth or if you unless you have rich parents and i think that we've yeah we've just created an old you know we've created this this aristocracy caste system through capitalist wealth management and growth which i think we just have to topple because we look at places like russia and like india's kind of caste system historic caste system in china whatever like really ashamed that they exist that we see these people that are like that are that are living a broken world because of because of a built-in systematic classist or classism and and we're falling in the same trap here yeah. and i and, it, and it's um, it's and it's because of boomers who's what countries like have avoided I guess socialist European socialism, like countries well, have sort of like kept things more balanced. Is that the example? I mean, it's hard to know. say because I think that there's 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 a lot of places that have, but there are also places that have a lot of problems. Like, like for, one could argue that France has, to some degree, some level of of interest. France has some interesting policies, like they have the you know it's illegal to like email about work after six thing or whatever. Which I think is is interesting and important. I think that people think of fr French people as like kind of like high intellectual elitists but i'm also like if you raise up the the 
bottom half of your society to the point where everybody is educated and everybody has taste, you're going to get a bunch of elitists because good, like people yeah. should be discerning about their taste because you've raised them up. Right. Like we are the exact opposite where like our lowest, our, our bottom is fucking low. Right. It's, it's like third world. It's it, third world. And, and I think that, you know, people point at Sweden sometimes, but Sweden has a lot of racism issues, which I understand because they're, you know, I don't, I don't think America can really ever compare itself to Sweden because we're just not, we're not, our society is not built the same way. I mean, that's a, yeah. that's a peep. That's a, that is literally an, it's a, like five people. And I mean, there's a race, it's a race of people, right? Yeah. And they're super good looking. Yeah. And I think that they're also kind of isolated on the Northern part of the world and whatever, but the other classism, no one's talking about is good looking versus ugly. Oh, there's a lot of different kinds of classism, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I think that this is a, uh, I mean, I know we're I'm, I'm ranting. I don't mean to rant, but I mean, I do mean to rant, but I don't mean to rant, but I think that they, uh, Oh my God, this is insane. This is another one. Millennials just need to work harder. This is a this is a post again, like another post here. Millennials just need to work harder. I make I make it on minimum wage just fine, right? Is is what the uh, the post is. And then my internship boss was talking to me about how he had to work in a mail room to make ends meet during college where he is. Uh, only made six dollars an hour, and then uh, six dollars an hour in the equivalent salary. Um, from January 1980 is what this post is, has the same buying power of $18 points, $18.73 in January 2017. So this is uh, this is why we're all angry about minimum wage, right? Is because the buying right. power of minimum wage is, is, not, is ineffective, yeah. right? So, it, it, you know, if we, if we were to make the minimum wage $19 or whatever now, people would lose their goddamn mind, right? Yeah, I mean, it would, companies couldn't afford it. And, you know... It's expensive to run a business and, and you just would, I, I don't know if it's the city governments that have to like lower their overall tax right. costs or, or what it is, but, but yeah, I don't know. It seems like people aren't getting, making enough money. They're you're making what? $70 a day at like right. a low, low income job at like a restaurant. Right. How do you do anything with $70? I mean, that's like, I don't know. You need to be making at least $200 a day. I mean, how do you, yeah, like, what do you, what do you like it? It cost me seventy dollars to fill up my gas the other day. Yeah, you know, and so, so what are you saying? I you said something earlier that we're gonna have to start doing some nefarious things to get ahead. I kind of perked up when you said that. I'm I'm thinking, what are we thinking? Like a crypto, guns, drugs. I mean, become big wave surfers like our buddy Laird. How are we well, gonna, how are we gonna I, think, I think out, think ourselves out of this one? I mean, this is kind of the idea of china in a lot of ways right we're moving like, to china well, this, this is kind of what china offers they offer a way to make a lot of money uh outside of the parameters of america right for who but this is the question i mean this this is why the chinese controversy is so fascinating is because the chi china kind of offers a way in right and they go for you go who right and you go for the chinese government like that, everything you do in China is for the Chinese government. Yeah. Like no matter what, you could be selling TVs to fucking, you know, like to 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 people on the Siberian border, right? It's still if it's happening in China, it's for the Chinese government because of the way their society is built. So, so how does that help us, us little guys? Well, it gives you money. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it lets you it lets you live the kind of middle class to upper middle class American dream by getting mad cash. You just have to sacrifice a lot of fucking interesting integrity, right? Or at the very least, you're contributing to a potentially bigger, you know, bigger problem. 
I mean, you also are hearing a lot about, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the companies that are, that are these, these tech companies now that, that I think have kind of designed our, our world apart from somebody like Facebook, you know, uh, we just saw this. A lot of people are talking about um, breaking we, up Facebook. Well, we're talking about WeWork was was the big one they, they that people have been mentioning. Where yeah. WeWork, they were about to have an IPO go public, but the, the people value the, crapped the out. value crapped out because people that were looking at it go like, "Holy shit, you guys are just are are just making are just taking out loans on everything." Yeah, you guys don't make any fucking money. Like how? What? That's a lot of startups. Most startups are like that. So they end up borrowing and borrowing. I mean, this is an interesting story about Theranos, right? Is like they they're kind of the ones that it didn't work for, but they were doing it right. Like they were doing what they're supposed to do, which is build a build a fucking wild company on on dreams and ambitions and catchphrases have yeah have super arrogant dreams and be arrogant about those dreams and then eventually have everyone go like. Maybe they're right. I like your attitude. Yeah. It's like, okay. Now, I, I, my, my approach to business is probably why I'm not a wealthy uh, right. uh, magnate. Right. Is because I'm not confident ever. I'm like, nah, I don't know. Like, trying to, trying to make sure this works. You know, I'm like, I'm right. not rolling in guns a blazing. Like, this is going to change everybody in the world's life. Like, that's yeah. a cocky. I would never say that, but that's yeah. kind of what an investor wants to hear. And it's, yeah. it's counterintuitive because it's like, based on what, like. Right. Are you selling anything? Right. I don't know. I think whatever. It's tough, man. I mean, I don't. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, I think the answer. Um, is, I don't. I don't know. Maybe rare gemstones, rare, rare treasures. I mean, I think there's ways. There are always going to be ways to make money. There are always going to be ways to push society forward. It's really hard to do it without being cynical, of course. But it's. I think we're just in a time. What's wrong with cynicism? I. I, I was thinking about this the other day because I. I, I like being cynical because it feels like there's a lot of good jokes in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, and I, you always like to say on this podcast, like, I don't want to be cynical. And I was thinking yeah. we we're going to have this conversation. So I was having it in my head and I was <laughs> I mean, going <laughs> while I was doing the dishes. Okay. What's the problem with cynicism? Obviously. It's a good question. Actually, if, if it, if it gets you to a better outcome eventually, is it, is it you know, I guess what I would call cynicism is like maybe critical thinking or, right. or looking at the world with a critical eye in a way to get to maybe a truth right. that we can then improve on. And and it can come across as probably cynical, but I think the intention for me would be to find uh, a truth and then improve on something that's not working quite well through cynicism. Yeah. So, I mean, I think maybe versus like living like, you know, like uh, with rose colored glasses and like some kind of fluff and enthusiasm. It's like, well, that doesn't really help either. So, well, I think it's easy to be cynicism can become a downer. Right, which is which is I think is important. I, I always think that socially that is a, yeah. a bummer. My my thing is my my like philosophical point of view tends to be optimistic nihilism is what I say or positive nihilism, and I think it's kind of similar to the cynic cynicism thing where it's like if you if if you were to say like I'm an optimistic cynic, then that that basically is like everything is f- like yeah the, okay the, that's the a good way that yeah. everything is fucked and everything is falling apart and we have some massive problems right the 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 recognition and acknowledgement of that. But then through that acknowledgement saying like to we, make an improvement. I mean, this yeah. is yeah, this is one of those things where it's like we have an infinite amount of trash in LA and it's fucking dirty and it's disgusting. And for me to say it's not that, I'm lying to myself. But however, I can say yes. within that, there's an interesting opportunity to create new things that can harness can recycle that in yes. new and interesting ways. This is what I this is what bugged me about LA specifically as an example. It's like you see uh, a politician in America Garcetti being like LA is great. We have this fantastic right. city. You're like, 
I get that it's sunny. Right. But if you're not being critical and a little right. bit cynical about the state the state of affairs, how are we going to improve it? And like if you can't start right. there, when is it going to get better? And then totally. you feel more hopeless because it's not going to get better if you can't even see the problem, right? Well, totally. it's like it's like that, you know, the the parent who's the alcoholic who's like everything's fine and then they're like totally. driving their car through your driveway. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, I think no, that's... no, you have to admit what the problems are before you can fix them. And I think for me, it's like, I, totally I like the optimism, yeah. op, would you say cynical? Optimistic, cynical. I mean, yeah, yeah that's like, that's my nihilism or optimistic cynicism. Yeah. Because yeah. we're all worker bees that want to like make it better, but you got to also identify where, where it's going wrong. Yeah. You have, you, you have can... to, re- I mean, this is, again, it's like, I don't think, I don't think it benefits anybody to be like LA is perfect or like, I, this has also always largely been my stance about patriotism right where i think that patriotism is a really slippery slope because it's really easy to be like god bless america be like no don't god bless america it's a fucked up place but that i'm not saying i'm not excited to live here and that i don't want the best for america i'm saying i don't want to just arbitrarily say god bless america when it's a broken ass fucked up system where citizens united has ruined everything in our like perpetual love of reagan has created a lot of problems that we have are struggling to get out of right now. I want to say I would like for America to be better. Right. And I believe in America as a principle and as a place, I believe that like it's a very uniquely special society and world and whatever. And I think that they're like, I love the dream that America proposes, but I think that that dream needs to be mitigated with the things that have created all the problems so that we can then fix the problems. Like trash is the best example. Like we have so much fucking trash Seems but, to be uh, on everybody's mind now. But but it, it's an opportunity to honestly make something that recycles it. And I don't I don't mean that like like we need to recycle. I mean like I you drive down around downtown Los Angeles and I look at all the trash on the side of the road. And I'm just like, that's free stuff, right? And I don't mean Ooh. that's like free stuff for me to be like I'm gonna find a fucking hat in there and wear my hat. I mean I'm gonna look at that <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, how do I take all that garbage? Yeah. and recycle it by Sell literally it. like turning it into blocks or like burning it down into something that could then be like molded in a different way or like, you know, like there in theory, there's some opportunity to rebuild based on what we've created. Like we, we create all this waste, but the problem is not that we're creating the waste as much as it's that we're not using the waste in a constructive way. Yeah. Right. And I, and, and this is maybe a delusional thought based on a science that I don't understand. I think it largely is, but I think this is something I've been thinking a lot about because it just seems like it's it, in a lot of ways, it's free resource. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's, it sounds ridiculous, but like even fucking shit, like literally like if, if, if we were to walk down by a homeless encampment and be like all this homeless people shit everywhere. Oh, gross. Be like in theory that fertilizes plants. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we can look at it as just like wow, there's shit everywhere. Or you could be like, I mean, if you if you literally took human waste <laughs> to fertilize a a garden to beautify Los Angeles, you're, that's kind of the the greatest metaphor in the world. You know what I so mean? So we put porta potties downtown and we collect the shit every week right. and we call it human shit right. and we like sell it in bags at Home Depot. That'd be pretty. I mean, cool. it sounds what insane. What do you do? I sell human shit. It sounds crazy, but like these are some of the things we have to start thinking about, right? Yeah. And these are the things you think about in dire situations, right? Because, and I don't know, again, it's like, I don't know, but like if you're thinking about manure, just raw manure, it's like manure technically, like that's, people use horse shit to fertilize their gardens. Oh yeah. That's like what it is and it smells awful and it's whatever, but like, 
in theory, that is a way to rejuvenate a lot of problems we have. So we look at all this trash that's populating Los Angeles and we go, well, what are we going to do with all this trash? It'd be like fucking gather it and do something better than just leaving it there. Yeah. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Just go fucking fix it. Use tax money to pay homeless people to go pick up shit and make fucking new stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it seems crazy. You but like, also have like a identifying digit on every piece of plastic that's made that then would get taxed back to the company that made it if it ended up in public. So like oh, there's like a redeemable point system right. where it's like, if I find this on the street, Coca-Cola plastic, right? Uh, even though you didn't put it there, you technically started this thing. Right. I'm going to take it, bring it back. You owe me like two cents. And you put, you put the onus back on these hmm. companies that are making it, which I think would then force them right away to make things that are uh, disposable in a better hmm. way. Like once money comes into play and you can lose money with it, yeah, it's, it's game over plastic. Totally. Right. And totally. so it's like, I, I, you know, obviously like Coke, Coca-Cola owns politics, I'm sure. So they would never allow, allow that to happen. But like, you know, a city like San Francisco or LA might pass something like that. If I find your garbage yeah. here, I can, Trace it. There's a fingerprint, yeah. right? I mean, Garcetti, put a fingerprint on things. Garcetti and, is a Green New Deal guy. So Garcetti is a fucking loser who hasn't done anything. But well, <laughs> I mean, he's he's a uh, the city's gotten worse under his watch, as far as I'm mm, concerned. I don't know. I mean, I wonder. I mean, I think that there are certain things like he is he is like they're they're they just bought the largest solar solar station in the world or something like that. The city, yeah. So the so the idea is that you know by 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 2030 I think we're supposed to have half of the city is going to be running on solar. No brainer. And then, well, I mean, I like to think that, but like we we also simultaneously as a country just pulled out of the Paris Climate Agreement. So it's like, yeah. like that's the that's the tough thing about this is like you know, I think I remember maybe we get the homeless guys to wipe the glass plates. Well, I mean it's. In in general, we need to provide. I mean, what is what is what do we even mean when we say homeless guys? I mean, I think that that's that's such a loaded statement because I think there are people that are homeless because they can't afford homes. There are people that are homeless because there are serious mental health resources that have evaporated. There are homeless people because other cities don't have resources, and 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 LA maybe has a little bit more, even if it's just like warmth, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, there's so many reasons why these things happen, but at the end of the day, it's all because of fucking <coughs> rampant baby bullshit capitalism and boomers, <laughs> dude. Like it honestly is that. Like we don't need billionaires. We don't need them, right? There's no, no. reason why we should have why Jeff Bezos should have the amount of money that he has. I get that he's made that money. I get that he's worth that money. But, like, we have way too many problems for us to have fucking billionaires on this world, right? doesn't make any sense. Seems like a guy like that could... uh... Fix almost everything. Yeah. Like, literally fix almost everything. And this is, you know, and, I mean, this is the thing about fucking Bill Gates. It's like, I love what Bill Gates is doing in Africa. It's great. Dude... Was he raping kids over there too? <laughs> he just—we just need to do more things here. I mean, I think it's just we need to—we need to fix so many of the things that we've messed up. And yeah, I do think like that, the Bill Gates, um, you know, speed train. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, that's only yeah. that was like a hundred million dollars or whatever. Like just fucking boom. Yeah. That was like a, a, a paid farts, a rat farts paycheck in your 
fly if you're bajillion. I mean, what? A, but what do you gain? A, like, I mean, maybe I don't know. I could be. I, I don't. You know, would be nice. You know, what, here's an interesting innovation, and we're gonna end this because I have to. I have to leave. But are you singing uh, Limp Biscuit? Yeah. Hey, wouldn't it be would, nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Um, no, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if we, uh, this is an insane thought to end on and then we're not even gonna do randoms today cause we're just ranting off the fucking rails, but, um, it's this new coffee machine. I know I it's got. this new coffee machine, but wouldn't it be nice if we all knew the exact date we were going to die so that we could get rid of all of our money when that happened? Cause one of the, like if we, if we, if Bill Gates was like, I know I'm going to die on June 15th, 2072, right. Mm-hmm. In, in the seventies, you'd be like 180. Yeah. That's cool. Right. But in, he will. In, yeah, yeah. But in like you know, in the in the twenty eighties or twenty seventies, he's gonna be like, ah, I got all I got all this cash. I'm gonna give my family ten percent of it. They'll be stoked forever. But I got to get rid of all this other stuff before I die. So I'm gonna start fucking giving it to the things I need. Yeah. Right. It'd be cool if you're Bill Gates, just as like a fuck around project. Be like, I'm gonna build the California speed train. I'm right. Just gonna do it. Right. I'm just gonna start walking around and being like, hey, you live here? Buy your house. It's worth a uh, hundred grand. I'll give you a million bucks. And could someone be like, sweet deal. I'm out of Bakersfield or whatever. Yeah. And he could probably just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Because he's just got like the the ATM machine to back him up. Right. Uh, Be kind of, I don't know. It feels like a fun project for somebody that's just a kajillionaire to like be like, I'm just going to do something crazy. Agreed. Um, All right. Well, this is, this became an absolute rant session, which is fine. Cause well, we you to. know, you bring up boomers and it's your dad freaks out. We had to, we had to get in. We had to just, you know, we had to get that, that, that last week where we, we weren't talking about this stuff. We had all max out, max it out here. Um, I got a couple of randoms and not a couple of randoms. Cause we can't not you know. Yeah. Love Island, Australia. Don't know anything about that, but love um, Island. Is that like uh, the, the TV show? Ooh, no. Mario Kart. I just, Landed on Love Island TV. Wait, what? Oh, that's suspicious. They're listening, right? That's very suspicious. Here's a good one for everything that we've just talked about. Budget food. Easy oats, carrot pancakes. So this is about making good food without having to spend an insane amount of money. This is how millennials have to think. Yeah. Leftovers for breakfast. Tomato, spinach, and onion soup topped with breadcrumbs and Parmesan. Uh, delicious. The other thing, yeah, just throw it all in a stir fry and two eggs on it. It's pretty cheap. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, this is us ranting and, uh, (laughs) ranting about, uh, boomers and kind of the, the fall of America and capitalism, um, which is fine. Sometimes this happens. I think we're going to continue to revisit this boomer thing because it's a fucking hot meme right now. And, uh, glad to be back. I know it was only a week away, but it was, um, you know, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? There's a sub called Friends. Right. And are you just submitted a sub to did you read it? Right. Hank and Chuck in real life, which I just saw randomly on the top right. of Friends. Oh, I think Friends How does that work? I think Friends might be people that you follow. Oh wow. Yeah. I was like, wait, what's going on here? <laughs> what's happening right my, now? My kids are on Reddit. Um cool. Yeah, those are real real photos of your children. Um, all right. Cool. Sweet. Well, this is um, this. Did you read it? My name is. It's your dad. That over there is dog boobs. Woo! Ha ha! And I'm my free day. Here talking about the fall of the American capitalist system. Um, one generation. Okay, boomers. Yeah. One generation made out like bandits. Yeah, goddamn right they did. <laughs> 
All right, we'll be back next week with another episode of Did You Read It? See you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.